Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello everyone, I'm Father Mike Lee and I want to thank you for tuning in today. Along with me is my good friend and producer Doc Allen. In today's podcast, we're going to look at the parable of the mustard seed. The kingdom of God is compared to a mustard seed, and it's a familiar parable for most of us. We realize that obviously we've heard it many many different times, when this little seed is planted becomes a big bush. I would like to focus in on the mustard seed parable in this podcast. Let me paint you a word picture. In the Bay of Naples in Italy there's a jellyfish called Medusa and there's a snail that's of the nudie branch variety and this jellyfish eats the snail. As the snail is trying to be digested by the jellyfish there is a problem because the snail's shell is protecting it. So what does this snail do? When the snail gets hungry, he starts eating the jellyfish. As this little snail eats the jellyfish the snail continues to grow and by the time it's full grown, it's eaten the entire jellyfish from the inside out. Why am I giving you this illustration? Because our thoughts are like a little snail, and we are that jellyfish because our thoughts determine our actions. We know from human nature, that whatever is in our thoughts, is in our minds previous to when it becomes a reality. Before it ever becomes an action, before we ever do anything, we always think, even if it's just a manifestation of what's in our mind. So when you say something to me and it gets me really angry and I have a knee-jerk reaction. I'm saying exactly what's in my mind at that moment. When that person cuts you off in traffic and you're late to work, you often say first thing that comes into your mind or give a hand gesture of some sort. You see, thoughts come into our mind, and they're like that mustard seed. Small at first, but if we allow it to fester, it can grow to be the biggest bush in your mind. So these thoughts plague us, our snail if you will, maybe alcohol, anger, insecurity, maybe it's depression, worry, anxiety, greed, sex, or maybe it's pride. Whatever it is, it can destroy us from the inside out. It all starts in our thoughts. We'll walk around like crockpots encountering different people, we can turn that knob to the max or we can just leave it at simmer. Sometimes it's a grudge that just continues to be on low, then it kicks up to high when you're the person who really gets to you. You're all fired up you see them but, then when you leave their presence, it's simmering again. You see that anger, resentment, that grudge, that you've been holding on to, it all starts in our thoughts. These people and fear circumstances, are living in our head rent-free. It could be a number of things, whether it be anger, resentment, or impure thoughts, it be what your mother or father-in-law did to you last week, or what your friend, co-worker, or family member, did or did not do, or to say to you or not say to you, maybe it's your spouse, who happened to do something, that you know, they know irks you, and you're thinking did they do it on purpose. Of course he did, he knows that ticks me off. Or the husband may say she knows that this is the way I like things done. 
I'm sorry she really knows she doesn't or he doesn't because you've been allowing it to fester and never said it. You're just like keeping that snail inside, keeping ammunition locked away for a rainy day, so that when it all boils to a head, when that crockpot boils over, you can just spew it all out at them, and tell them how you really feel. My friends, that's no way to live. God didn't mean for us to be crockpots, God didn't mean for us to stew and fester about these things. The psalmist says God knows the thoughts of man and he knows that they are in vain. Jesus tells us the parable of the mustard seed but later on he will tell his disciples, the kingdom of God is within you it's not from without that defile a man. He made all things clean that we eat, but he says what comes from inside of man that is unclean and he goes on to list all of those deadly sins. It doesn't matter what our particular struggle is. It all starts in our thoughts and sometimes we don't even think about our thoughts. Sometimes we don't examine our thoughts but it's a good habit to get into. What's going on today, that's why the examination of conscience is so important. What did I do today that I fell short of the glory of God? What did I do today to build up the kingdom of God and how can I do better tomorrow? Friends, just by our thoughts when we can go to work choosing making a willed conscious decision to say, not today, I'm not going to let Bill get under my skin today. I'm not going to let Jenny say something to me that's going to disturb my peace. I make that conscious decision and now I'm on I'm on defense against the attacks. I'm ready for the attacks because you know, they're going to come as soon as you walk through the door. Jenny's going to come up to you, and she's going to say or comment about something you did or did not do. Bill's going to do that thing that has bugged you over the past 10 years and you still haven't said something to him. He's going to do it, that's his habit. How about you break your habit by allowing it to disturb your peace? See this is something that's amazing, God gives us peace. We can say a prayer to ask God to give you peace. We are the only creature created by God, that has reason, that means, we can allow somebody to disturb our peace. Whether it be our spouse or the guy in the black truck behind you that's going 80 miles an hour when the speed limit really is 65. Did he take your peace today? Who took your peace today, who did you allow into your mind? Because he or she's living in there rent-free. It's something we need to think about because God gives us these warning signals. He gives us a choice, he allows temptations to come and he says what will you do, will you choose me or will you choose what you've done for the past 30 years? We have to treat distractions and these negative thoughts, these impure thoughts as if they were mosquitoes in the midst of the Kentucky heat, and swat them away. What do you do? You light a citronella candle. The same is true with your thoughts, bring the light of Christ to that moment, to this circumstance because God knows we need it in this world. It only takes one little spark to ignite a fire, a forest fire, or it only takes one small spark to ignite those coals that we use in the stove. Just a little flame of a match can ignite the coals but those coals will burn and create heat for hours, however, the light of Christ and the flame of love can ignite your heart and allow you to burn with that love that nobody can vanquish. Not even the devil nobody can take your peace, unless you open your hand and give it over to them. They may do things that are annoying, that make you angry, that do things that just can attack you from every direction, 
but those are all external. The question is, what are we going to do with it? Because we know from moral theology, a thought is not necessarily a sin, it's when it becomes an action now it's a sin. Because you've done it you've been deliberate about it and you allow it to fester. We need freedom as St. Peter has said, we need to be transformed by the renewal of our mind to put on the mindset of Christ, to put away the old man. It's what we do in the darkness that God sees, what do you do when everyone around you is attacking you, how do you respond then? True lovers of God choose to pray, choose to reach out to God and ask for His help because He knows, we know that we're not strong enough, we're weak, we're sinful, if left to our own designs. How do you turn this around? To the person that has offended you, you can approach them and ask why, I don't know what you're going through but this is how I took it, I'm sorry. Forgiveness is given it's a beautiful gift. Forgiving the person that has offended you, may not have realized they offended you, or made you mad. Forgive them and let it go. You don't even have to let the other person know. Let it go if you're still brooding about it, if you choose to be a crockpot that's your business. Forgiveness, that's what sets us free because in truth that's when we're set free. Jesus gives us the means we need we need, that harmony and that peace that only God can give to us. He tells us over and over in John's Gospel, My peace I give to you not as this world gives, but my peace I give to you. Our thoughts determine our lives, not just our actions. We need to make those conscious decisions, so we choose to pray. We choose to say no today, for today is a different day. Today I choose God over this anger, this depression, this worry, this greed, whatever it might be, I choose God, I have been set free and for freedom's sake I am free because, God has done the hard work. Today in your quiet time with the Lord, ask Him to give you a prayerful mindset, and to keep Him first in all that you say and do. With your whole heart, mind, body and soul, it is God who sets us free and allows us to have that peace and nobody can take it away from us. God has forgiven us, so we should forgive others. Maybe it's time you put your life, including your thoughts into God's hands. Have you asked Him to become the Lord of your life? You can today, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I admit that I am a sinner and have done many things that don't please you. I have lived my life for myself only. I am sorry, and I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross for me, to save me. You did what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take control of my life, I give it to you. From this day forward, help me to live every day for you and in a way that pleases you. I love you, Lord, and I thank you that I will spend all eternity with you. Amen. Now that you have said that prayer, get a Bible and read the book of John in the New Testament, also get in touch with a clergyman and tell him you prayed the sinner's prayer and he or she will set you on the right path. That's our podcast, I want to thank my friend Doc Allen for helping me today, and I invite you to go our webpage, to hear past podcasts and to leave a comment, and a way to support our podcast. And that's it for this episode. 
add us to your podcatcher or on iTunes now so that you make sure that you never miss out on another second of our wonderful podcast, we would hate for you to miss out.